This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate. Then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com and join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey, it's summer and it's humid and chances are your balls or your man's balls are a little swampy. They're a little sticky, smelly, and the last thing you want is to give them a treat and regret it. There's nothing worse than like trying to do something nice for your guy and being like, oh, I regret this decision. So get them manscaped. That's all we're saying. Manscaped has everything you could possibly want when it comes to grooming a man's stuff. Their uh, lawnmower 4.0, every guy's going to like it. They've also spent two years creating boxers that have a jewel pouch, which is basically a place to cradle your balls. So whether it's their boxers or incredible assortment of ball equipment, think of Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code V-I-A-L-L at manscaped.com plus 20% off plus free shipping with the code V-I-A-L-L at manscaped.com. Once the Boxer 2.0 touches your sack, you'll never go back. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Vafaus Freestyle Edition and my ex-girlfriend. No. <laughs> uh, Caitlin Bristow is with us today. Yeah. I mean, te- I would say technically not. but that's, Okay, that's a good point. Well, what would you call it? Technically, I think you just got to run with exes. It's just simpler. I call I call everybody that was on my season an ex boyfriend just because it's funny. Yeah, yeah. I actually, know. I talked about this with your current fiance. Oh, on his show. Oh God, it's a weird uh, world. Yeah, we live in. Um, <laughs> but Rachel Lindsay even said she was like, Nick, you're you're my favorite ex. Like I know, you, you bonded like, over that. I, yeah. But like, I don't think of them as exes. Mm. In a way, like I would someone yeah. I dated for it's like an more like of manufactured time. ex. Yeah, like. It's someone I have a past with. Yeah. You know, it's just different. Anyways, Caitlin, how's it going? <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for, for coming. Let's Straight off the airplane, I look like I came in on my skateboard. Let's drink your wine. Okay. Let's cheers. cheers. Cheers, everybody. Spade and Sparrow. Do you want to tell the people what yeah, we're Yeah, what drinking? are these notes? Us, what varietal? Notes. Oh, my Let's gosh. Talk about it. That's what I try not to do. I'm like, I never want to make my wine snobby, so it's like, it's just really good rosé. Okay. It's, uh, it is it's, refreshing. And it's not too sweet, which I mm-hmm. like because I don't like sweet wine, but it's not too dry. So people who like dry wine will love this. People who like sweet wine will love this. Where can the uh, people listening uh, get Spade and Sparrow? Oh, I know. I know the web <laughs> answer. You do? So there's a website. Um, it also is in select retailers like Walmart. I tried to call Walmart. <laughs> that was pretty far away to see if they had it because I wanted to buy a bottle for my sister. No one answered the phone. So I ended oh, no. up having to ship it home to Minnesota. Gave it to her for Christmas. She saved it because she wanted to savor the moment of drinking Spade and Sparrows. <gasps> so we waited until the day that she found her wedding dress, and then we <gasps> wait. Drank that's it. so special. Mm-hmm. There you go, Caitlin. Oh, see? that's really nice. Yeah, Thank my you. sister's gonna die. Well, <laughs> she I'll listens send, to this episode. <laughs> I, I will send you more wine just for that. Yeah, yeah it's at over 175 WalMarts in California. Good for you. And we're trying really hard to get it in Target, which we've had phone calls in the last week. It's looking good. Um, but SpadeandSparrows.com. Good for you. Thanks. Wow. I really love it. Put your hair up in a little dew scrunchie and mm. sip your wine. Mm-hmm. She gets it. That's good. 
Yeah. She gets it. I did my recall. You like it? Yeah. Oh, that wasn't very... You have it at home, don't I you? I don't drink a... Oh, I drank your wine that you sent me. Oh. No, I do like it. I, uh, I, I Yeah, you're right. The yeah kind of sounded... I was like, that it wasn't I went convincing. Up, actually, just yeah. watch a curve. You went up like doing, eight octaves. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. That is very Larry David. No, when I, when I drink uh, wine, which I drink a decent amount, I, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I just don't... F- I don't see myself as someone who is an authority on wine. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. Like it's, I don't you know. Right. I've never been like, oh, it's terrible. Take it away. Oh. See, I have. I used to never be a snobby wine drinker. I'm, st- I'm still not a snobby wine drinker. I just now have, like, I can't handle cheap wine. It makes me sick. Like, I get headaches and I feel like crap the next day. Okay. And you don't get headaches from spade and sparrows. You do not. Love Wait, it. Wait, don't, don't. Like, take my word on that. If you get hungover, don't blame me or sue me. <laughs> Suzer. <laughs> I drink six bottles and I feel like yeah, shit. you liar. <laughs> False advertising. Uh, what's new? Nothing. Wait, I don't know. I'm going to Canada for two weeks. I'm doing a little wine, women, and well-being. I'm a keynote speaker at a wine, women, Ooh. and well-being conference, which is so funny to me that I'm a keynote speaker. I feel like Have you ever been a keynote speaker? Um, I did a TED Talk once. Which is pretty. Can cool. you get Nick in? Because I think he wants to give one. Do we were talking. Well, <laughs> we were. What would you do? It apparently, on? Dale also did a TED talk. Okay. Um, really? At like a and university. Then, yeah. And then I had to specify because Bachelor Nation is very sensitive. Yes. And I and I was like, I'm not saying I don't know what Dale talked about. I'm sure it was wonderful, but I said it seems like at first TED talks were like something you really aspired to, and yeah. then it seems like. Everyone and their dog can do one now. Yeah, and like yeah. since then they've had like people like who've done TED talks have since like been arrested for fraud and other <laughs> aspects. So it's it, yeah. it's not the, sh- the the shine. But again, I'm sure it was. I, well, I this, still want to do one. This was six what, years what ago, and about. mine was more like I didn't go up there with like. Well, yeah, what was it about? It, it was about television, actually. It was about like reality TV and how it's not that real and. Well, it is, but like it's more, it's not scripted. It's more manufactured. It was just kind of about um, why I went on the show. And I was just kind of honest about going on to like build a brand instead of going for love. And then it turned into falling in love. And I just kind of, it was more of a Q&A conversation. I didn't have to go out there and do like a whole presentation by myself. So it was nice. And when I look back and watch, I'm like, shit, I was well-spoken back in the day. What? I feel like I'm like stupider now I'm or getting dumber yeah. for sure no, no I'm no, getting dumber me in high school yeah. great I think ever since then I just, I, same yeah. and I'm also not as funny anymore and I'm blaming it on COVID I'm like what is COVID like <laughs> the brain fog the brain is fog I'm not as funny anymore yeah. I don't have the wit that I used to have or I'm just tired I don't know you're definitely just as well spoken you did great on after the final rose as live that's not easy yeah to that's do. true that's yeah. thank you and I was a little uh, drunk too well, not no one would have known. I mean, I had <laughs> that adds up. Uh, I had a couple tequila shots to ease the nerves. Um, do you think you're less funnier? And I don't. I can't have an opinion on that. Um, but do you think that has more to do with the times that we're in? Probably that uh, everything we say. There's yes. a level of. Can I say this? Like, yes. are we? That's true. I hold back more. Yeah, you, we edit ourselves. Yeah. Oh, it's I don't like, like that. Well, it's better to edit yourself than to get fully canceled and be yeah. jobless, I guess. Yeah. But it it's well, it's the time that we're living in, and it's just like the world is so dark right now. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like I maybe I just don't try as hard. Maybe that's it. Maybe I just don't try as hard to be funny anymore. 
I used to try really hard. You think so? Yeah, I used to try because I loved making people laugh and I used to try really hard to do that. Maybe I just Has anyone less. told you you're not as funny? Like, where is this coming from? No, it's it's just in my brain. Like, I used to come up with the funniest ideas for Instagram stories or back when Snapchat was a thing. Like, I was like, oh, I, my brain just went to funny places and now I'm more, I guess I'm maybe growing up. Also, part of it, too, is it's like it's just hard. you've been doing it for a while. Yeah, maybe I'm just... You're just like, oh, I feel like I've already done that bit. Yeah, that's true. That's You got to give it up for comedians because they got to come up with new bits all the time. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Thanks. I I'm, I'm sure there'll be through. plenty of people who will be demanding you and think, I still think you're the funniest person. You're so funny. I'm just fishing right now. <laughs> Please tell me I'm funny. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to update on us? Something um, that we can get like a sort of, sort of us weekly like media. Well, she just talked to them you about talk wedding. Shit about someone? Yeah. Oh, oh do I want? Oh, I mean, uh, there's two people in Nashville. Who in Bachelor Nation are you inviting to your wedding? Well, I haven't gotten there yet. Okay. We are the slowest people, and you know, of course, people are all in my DMs being like, "Nick's gonna grill you on wedding details, and you better not say you're busy because that excuse is getting old." And I'm like, "Did they say I was gonna grill you on wedding details?" Yeah. Doesn't feel like it's something you would do. No. <laughs> Nick's like, I couldn't care less. Like, <laughs> I guess I'm supposed to ask, but. Well, yeah, the, I mean, but that's the thing. I'm like, well, wedding questions naturally come up. I'm in the process of planning a wedding. This makes sense. Um, but we suck. We suck at wedding planning, and we both just haven't even really tried that hard. We've done like little things, but that's it. Do you think Sean is over your breakup yet? <laughs> That's a great question. I still to this day have not run into him in Nashville and we've lived in the same city. Like, it's crazy. Um, but through a friend of a friend, I heard that he finally said something like, yeah, I think I'm like, if I ran into her, I'd be fine. So. You'd be nice. I guess so. Yeah. I'm curious. But unclear. Unclear. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, what do we have going on in Bachelor Nation, Allie? Well, what do we have going on? Um, Caitlin Bristow was talking about her wedding details. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going through. Oh, well, we saw Gabby and Rachel. Will, at, will any exes be at your wedding? Are you asking about yourself? Yeah. No, but like okay. Ben Higgins, maybe. You know, I don't know. Maybe. For sure. I think I think a lot of you guys will be invited because we want to do a big wedding. I'm and, not expecting an invite. Well, we haven't got there yet. But clear, clear your totally New fine. Year's Eve in case. It's totally fine yeah, if clear, you don't invite me. I know that. Yeah. But I feel like I would like a lot of you know, familiar faces there that I've been through stuff with. And it would be fun. And you're a friend of ours. Yeah. yeah. But also, like, not every friend gets to go to weddings. That's true. I just haven't... I feel like I'm going to be cutthroat with the guest list, and I, but Jason wants a big wedding, and I'm like, mm, I don't know. Anyways, what was the Bachelor Nation news? Oh, well... <laughs> Gabby and Rachel. We just saw them at CMA Fest. They did, like, photos with fans and giveaways, and it was their kind of first big public appearance since wrapping their season. Yeah. Becca and Thomas were also there. Um, and Serena and Joe were supposed to go, but only Serena went. But then Joe also tweeted something about being sick, so... Because, God forbid, yeah. they can't... No, no, you just, can't do just something. letting you know. An independent woman in a yeah. relationship no. in bad sort of never. No. There must be problems in paradise. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, my gosh. They're uh, breaking up. We got a, a a new teaser for their season, and people, you know, detectives, have, like, paused it at this moment where you can see Rachel kissing a guy, and in her hand, she has a rose. So people think that that guy was the first impression rose. They're like putting all this wow. stuff together. Don't you feel like yeah. if you ever want to solve like a murder in your life, you'll go to Bachelor Nation? Like they will. If I go missing, I want like women on a true crime podcast no, to look for me. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. the no, police. I, 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 yeah. I yeah. say this. There's, there's pros and cons. Bachelor Nation is 
wildly dedicated and mm-hmm. passionate. We love that. Their dedication sometimes can cause frustrations, right. but it's it's like we both, for better or worse, we probably both know that Bachelor Nation has done their due diligence on us. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and it's I guess, true. You know. So I was at CMA Fest on one night, and I just want to applaud them for dealing with CMA Fest is bananas. Like yes. And I went on Saturday night and they were like, oh, we're in a suite. And I was like, so am I. And then we tried to meet up and turned out they were on the other side. And then this morning I'm in the Delta Lounge really early and I look over and I see Amber Knittle and Gabby. And I was like, oh, hey. And she looked just, uh, this sounds awful. And I don't mean this to be mean. She just looked exhausted. Like, she had just gone through CMA Fest for three days, which she had, and done, like, everything. They were just meeting everybody and going everywhere and doing everything. And I was just like, I just want to, like, tuck you in. Yeah. And, like, you, just tell her it's going to be okay. Is there a little FOMO? No. No? No. It, okay, finish your sentence. <laughs> I mean, it's, you knew what I was going to ask. It, FOMO. Um, Not hosting. Oh. Oh. I did not think that's where you're going. Oh, I no. thought you were going to say FOMO about like being the, the bachelorette, bachelorette no. or something. Oh, Gosh. I was like, absolutely not. What, oh, do you but... think I enjoyed my time as a bachelorette? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, no. Um, no, do you have any FOMO, especially like Gabby? I don't, I've never met her, but you, you two have the same energy. People yeah. have compared you two to uh-huh. kind of have that kind of snarky, yeah. uh, playful energy. Is there a little bit of, you know, that would have been fun to host that season and maybe connect, especially with two bachelorettes. Yeah. And, and being, you know, but there's more a, of a lot mentor. of FOMO there. There is a lot of FOMO there. Yeah. My ego was bruised when I realized I wasn't doing any more hosting because I felt like I deserved to like go on, especially if there's two bachelorettes. And I just felt like I was in a good position. I'd proved myself. And I thought in my head, like when they gave me the call and said, and people were like, oh, Caitlin said she got blindsided. I maybe I did, but I did get a phone call and they said, I'm sure you saw this coming. And I was like, no, I, I actually didn't, which makes it that much harder. They said that? Yeah. Hmm. But Do you think it's because the people who run things there, and I mean really run it? I know exactly why, yeah. Do you think they have a, had a hard time seeing alumni as even options? Like they don't really take us seriously when it comes to that type of stuff. And it was almost kind of reluctantly something they did rather than wanting to do. Yeah. And I do like I, when I can like take my ego out of it and look on, look at the situation, I'm like, okay, of course you want like a consistent host, somebody that's like all across the board, like professional, a host, like he can do the bachelor, bachelorette, bachelor in paradise. Like you want somebody consistent. I get that. Um, You don't think you could be consistent? I think I could. I think I could. I just don't. You thought you were the right person for the job. I think I still was able. I think they kind of probably looked at me at first like, oh, Caitlin, she's so crazy. And like, she's just going to get drunk and be an idiot. And then I was like, no, I can I can be professional and like really bring empathy and um, compassion to the show. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I was just sad. Was I've sad. heard they were really uh, impressed with your work ethic and your dedication to oh, nice. uh, be good at the job. That's really nice. Yeah. I really enjoyed it and I took it seriously. And it was so hard because... You stood out in that regard. 
Well, thank you. It was hard to do it with two people, which at first I really enjoyed having, not that I never not enjoyed Tasha there, but at first it was like kind of the same thing as when I, there was two bachelorettes. At first I was like, I hate this, but doing media rounds and just not coming from a world of TV, like I was so nervous that it was nice to have somebody else there doing everything with me that I kind of, I was like, oh, it's like a friend doing it with me. And that's how I felt doing hosting at first. And then at the end, it was like one of us could have done it. Do you think having done AFR by yourself, would you have loved a world where you could have felt like you really could have put your authentic stamp on it because you were maybe maybe t- you were maybe too self-conscious about sharing the spotlight rather than just but being I think who I you needed, wanted to be? But I think I needed that to like, I don't know. By the end, I was like, I really actually had a great time doing it with Taisha. And it was like fun. And at first, I didn't see the longevity of it. And then by the end, when I had to do it by myself, I was like, oh, crap, I really enjoy this. And I could do this. And this is something that like, I feel good about. And but I can't like I, I get it. They I don't think they trusted either one of us on our own. <laughs> um, It's too bad. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's just too bad. But you know, the other opportunities hopefully will come out of it and i'm sure they will yeah like it's my dream to host dancing with the stars that would be my dream oh my god you'd be so good at that Put it out there yeah i oh i, I well think, that's on disney plus i know isn't that yeah. wild what do you think about that that's the future streaming stuff yeah. i i how how network television shows translate to streaming i think is the big question like is there a world in which also like bachelor is just gonna be on hbo max yeah I think and so. like and and if so, how how will that change? How it's viewed? Will it become more less popular? I mean, it's just such a different. Honestly, though, thing. I feel like I've never ever since I was in college and like as an adult, I've never paid for cable. Like I just use all the apps anyways. So like to watch yeah. The Bachelor, to watch Dancing with the Stars, I have to go to the ABC app and like log in with my Xfinity. But so, it's so kind many of, a similar of the viewers, thing. so many of the viewers um, that they like hang on to with Dancing with the Stars and Bachelor. Is Cable older? Cable, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once that is like kind of pushed out, then they'll go to the apps, I guess. Yeah. And Dancing, I mean, Dancing with the Stars is going to be a great test to see what happens there. Okay. I used Hungry Root before they ever got involved with the show. That's and true. I've watched her order it before. I like it because you they give you suggestions for recipes and they will like preload a bunch of awesome things into your cart. But you can always go through, customize, pick what you want, pick what you don't. They have the chickpea cookie dough, which sounds weird. It's amazing. It is so good. I eat it's like it's vegan and you can actually so you can eat it raw. I eat it by the tubful. It is so delicious. They also have like a black bean brownie batter situation. They put some like fig bars in mine like for like it's like a granola bar, but it also kind of tastes like a fig Newton that's like good for you. And I have those in the afternoons if I need a little snicky snack. Well, if you are looking to eat a little healthier and you're a working professional like these two women are, Think of Hungry Root. That's right. They are putting all the healthy ingredients into their bundle of goodness because, you know, you don't have time for grocery shopping. That's Literally, no. That's the last thing I want to do after a long day. After a fun short quiz is all Hungry Root needs to get you going to help you meet your goals and have you enjoy your meals over and over again. Doesn't matter if you're gluten-free. Yeah, I think that's part of the the quiz, quiz, if I'm not mistaken, is you can put in 
gluten or dairy or anything that you're trying to avoid. Maybe mm. you want to try out like a yeah. vegetarian whatever, palate. Whatever those names yeah. are, great. Right now, Hungry Root is offering the Vile File listeners 30% off your first delivery and a free gift with every delivery. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash V-I-A-L-L to get 30% off your first delivery and choose your free gift. That's HungryRoot.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. Elton John, what a legend, an absolute legend, and what an interesting life this man had. Uh, it's so fascinating, and if you want to learn more about the legendary rock star that is Elton John, well, listen to Even the Rich. That's right, that wonderful podcast that pulls back the curtain on the rich and famous celebrities that you are so fascinated with. Join hosts Brooke and Aresia when they tell the story of Elton John before he was a global superstar. Elton was an awkward English boy from a fractured home looking for an escape. From Wonder Even the Rich, Elton John still standing unveils how music transformed Elton to an icon that rocked the world through style and song. They unpack his life, his journey, how he was misunderstood, his neglect childhood, how he's a rock star. Such a fascinating tale. And how he became such an icon both to everyone, especially people in the LGBTQ community. Anyway, so listen to Even the Rich, Elton John. I want to know how he went from being a neglected, awkward schoolboy to being invited to both royal weddings. There you go. How do you do that? Listen to Even the Rich on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcast, Or listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus and the Wondery app. What else we got, Allie? Well, you know, Jesse Palmer, Wells, they're both in Mexico. Bachelor Nation, as you guys are saying, is really on it of who they're seeing at the airports, who's been spotted. Like, oh. everyone's putting together who's there. Um, yeah, I we don't. Do we care about that? I, I only do once I'm it's not, airing. Yeah. I care once it's airing. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, snap. Well, it's just like, yeah, I, yeah Genevieve. <laughs> what news do we have, Allie? Do there. we care? <laughs> I feel like we can all guess who's going to be oh, 100%, there. Oh, 100%. Yeah. There's going to be a couple uh, random people, but... Do you want to walk us through um, anything the viewers might have missed slash gleaned from Becca and Thomas on Off the Vine? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was actually just so cuted out by them. Like, they're just... They seem so happy. They're so happy, and Becca has always just been this more... Like, that was her problem with Garrett. She was just too progressive for him, and they were, like, completely on different pages. And her and Thomas are just... He adores that in her, and he's, like, turned on by it. Mm-hmm. You Who, know, I have a question for you. Yeah, and this is all. Um, this is based off of Thomas. Who is your top? Give me uh, maybe a top five, top three, depending on what you have. Who are your top three to five people who were the most misrepresented on the show? On the show, based on their edit. Based Thomas on their is edit. definitely one of them. Thomas, yeah. Um, that um, people, whether it's through social media or you met, and you're like, you're pretty fucking cool. All of the people who got bad edits I've met, and I'm like, you're actually quite lovely. But who, like... Oh, well, now I got... I, it's hard to think about who's been misunderstood on the show. Has anyone in, her, in, like, had encounters with... Uh, who am I trying to think? Hannah's from Hannah's season? Hannah Brown's season? Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh. oh. I've never met him. You know who I'm oh, thinking of? Uh, the yes. podium moment? Yes. Uh, I've heard he's a kind of a dick. Okay. Yeah, I heard that too, and I've never met him. No, Luke. No, no. Luke, Luke, Pete, no. Yeah. It's just that he was, for me, I, you know, the hiding behind God. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my God. Element of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I don't know if that wasn't all an edit. That was him. Like a, that was <laughs> yeah. a lot of. Um, 
I, give me some names of people. I, right, here's mine. Okay. Okay. Thomas, okay, okay. Yeah. Thomas is in there. Yeah. Uh huh. This is in no specific order. Yeah. Thomas, Anna Redman. Hmm. Oh yeah. I oh, think she's great. She's hilarious. She's on always TikTok. on my TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. She I, comes up I've never met her in person. I know she's mid, uh, uh, dating Chris Bukowski, yes. another person I'd put on that list. Who's just like a nice. Yeah solid guy who's obviously had his I mean he's been on it plenty of times that it's a little different like when I say this I mean like you know like again Anna had a a, a brief time and got you know and granted she might have fucked up she might have did some shit but obviously everything is made to be 10 times or 100 yeah. times worse in that world yeah but she sure seems like an awfully like fun yeah. self-deprecating humorous person yeah. charming personality yeah. and I I find her to be fascinating and interesting. I feel like she got a real bad beat. Yeah. I forget um, what she even did or what was her whole... She, she was the one who was like, she's had sexual relations for money or something. Oh, yeah. yeah she's demonic. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. That whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah, like, uh, not the best. But like, yeah. I, she seems like an awful... I, I think... I want to hang out with her yeah. is what I'm getting at. Yeah. yeah. Like she's someone that I, w I watch on TikTok and I'm like, you seem like you're right up my alley. Yeah. We're like all Bachelor Nation things are like the worst person in the world. Yeah, you're just like, they, oh, they're pretty cool. They could have made me look like, I always talk about this. They could have made me look like the worst person in the world because of my sense of humor when I was on <sighs> the show. I could have been made out to be the biggest villain. I remember talking to Elon and being like, you guys can't air this, right? He was like, I wish. Like, what is coming out of your mouth is gold, but it was nasty, but it was Yeah, there was a lot I'm of things joking. that definitely did not make. <laughs> yeah. The cut. The cut. So then you got to keep that in mind when these people are getting these edits. I'm like, well, that could have been me. And she could be lovely. I still want to meet uh, <laughs> Shanae. Shanae, 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 Shanae. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, see, she seems like, like I wouldn't like her, but I could respect her brand. <laughs> I respect your brand. That's how I'm going to brush I people actually, off in a text. I actually, I, I respect tend, your brand. I tend brand. to trust producers <laughs> on this. You I don't know what you're thinking. Cause like, I, I'll always ask producers, like, yeah. what are they really like? Do you yeah. like them? Yeah. And they, they like love her. her. They yeah. Love, they love her. Yeah. Um, She's entertaining. She gave them something to work with. Yeah. She's but entertaining. Like, yeah. They, as a person, they like her. Who was the villain on um, your season? Oh, Corinne. Yeah, but she's well liked. Oh, she is. Oh, overall, I mean, yeah, she was. But she wasn't. No, she was a star. She was oh. the star. Oh my of god, she was the first. The person. napping. She was the, the first person yeah. to make being. She wasn't really even the villain. She oh. was. She was the biggest star of my season. Oh, I mean, it wasn't until the whole paradise debacle. Yeah, that caused you know the whole new drinking rule and all those things. I mean, you know but, this, but I didn't watch your season. It's okay. Yeah. But yeah. She she was. Uh, I remember like not knowing who you were. They announced you as the bachelor, and I was like, "Why are we pulling from the bowels of like <laughs> like?" I was like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> That's funny. The bowels. Of <laughs> I just felt like I hadn't seen you in so long, and uh, I was like, "Why him?" <laughs> you didn't watch Paradise. What the fuck? I did. I've I've never seen Paradise until this last season. Oh, really? Be this for you? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you so wish good. you got to do Paradise? As no. A, as a kid. <laughs> oh no. No. Oh, I think. No, I I get really sweaty, and I just feel like I wouldn't be cute there. And I That's just why it's fun. Is it? Yeah, I could see how it would be fun. Actually, I just don't think I am sad I didn't do it. Like, okay. I don't feel like I missed out on Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, okay. 
Is that all we have for? Yeah, it's kind of a slow week. Um, it's okay. Slow week in the uh, Bachelor news. Did Thomas really call himself a trophy boy on your he podcast? He did. Okay. Just wanted to clarify. I'm not sure if he called himself one or asked if he was one. Okay. Here's uh, what I've learned about Thomas. And I say this in the nicest way. He's a dork. He's such a dork. I love dorks. Yeah. yeah. He just happens to be 6'5 and pretty good looking. Yes. And people mm. are just like, it doesn't register. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to be a dork. Yeah. But he's he's kind of a, a dork. Which is so great because Becca's such a dork deep down in her soul too. Yeah. And they're both just really good looking dorks yeah. who found each other. And they work so well together. Yeah, not, And he still wants to propose to her. It's not like a, oh my gosh, Becca. I love that they did that. I love mm-hmm. it. I don't know. I thought I it was so cute. I, I'm sad I didn't think to do that. I was like, yeah, that's a. I like that. That's. I think it says a lot. It's like such a nice, flattering gesture for her to like. Did you also catch the similarities of he was saying that he thought it was like a promo shoot for her wine, and then yeah. and then, but you also yeah. when you got proposed to had like a wedding shoot later that day. Yes. So like both of you had like the photo element nailed. Yeah, I feel like that is really easy to pull off in our world when you have to come up with like photo shoots all yeah. the time yeah. that you can just set it up like that. Exactly. You're like we'll be in full glam. Everything's fine. Except I was not. I was in full glam from here up, and then I was <laughs> in like a tied up shirt that says tequila for breakfast and like workout That's- pants. I feel like that more speaks to who you really are, though. That's true. I I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Pop, let's I was on. just, yeah, last question for you. Yeah. Because you had said that you want to do a, like, Gatsby-themed over-the-top wedding yeah. with champagne fountains. Yeah. Ooh, black tie. Would you yeah. do it okay. with Spade and Sparrows? Like, would you just dump a bunch of Spade and Sparrows down from the top? Um, Or does it have to be champagne? No, it doesn't. No, I do want it to be champagne. Okay. I want it to be champagne, but Spade and Sparrows will obviously be at the wedding. Be there served. we go. Yeah, it will be served. Yeah. Bottle upon bottle upon bottle. Yes. What do you, do you want like a theme? Like, have you even thought about like what? Are you engaged? No. Oh. no. <laughs> no I'm just asking. Uh, <laughs> do you guys talk about wedding stuff? Yeah. Oh, cute. Yeah. That's cute. She's lovely. I was, um, not that I didn't think she was going to be, but I really enjoyed being around her. Yeah, people really She has like that her. effect yeah. on people. Yeah. 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 She's really easy to be around. Yeah. yeah. She's a winner. She just yeah. texted me earlier and she was like, are you guys recording right now? And I was like, yes. And I was like, Natalie Joy texted me. <laughs> I, like, I nailed it. She's a star. Um, uh, do we want to talk about Miss Amber Heard's oh appearance? We've seen the teaser for her yeah, big, this morning, big today, today show, show. interview. Um, oh, she you, did? Yeah. What are I your mean, thoughts? I mean, I did get deep in the trials. Like I was very much. We very much did. Yeah. 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 It was just more like he. I was watching it for Johnny Depp's like commentary and his one-liners and his way of speaking. Like every, he just fascinates me, and I hope that he is telling the truth. Like I, I, he just had so many points to prove that I just was like, "Ooh, Amber just kept going down and down and looking worse and worse, and he just kept looking better and better." And it was one of those things that you couldn't couldn't stop watching. Also, I loved your um your mega pint. Oh, I see. I got in trouble for that. Oh. Sad. In trouble? Why? Because because were mocking. Yeah, because it was like mocking alcoholism or something. I'm like, but I've so when friend. you when you like so, at what level are because when you say you got in trouble for that? Oh, from one person. I should clarify. <laughs> it's just one human being. Well, yeah. I mean, that's well. That's I mean, that's the thing. Who it's gets a like, lot of we, we we oh a public figure? No, she just gets a lot of bachelor people watching her stuff. I don't even know who it is. I cu- I couldn't even tell you who it was it's like i think it was a podcast i feel like we have to stop i feel like 
we have to stop platforming critics. Yes, I agree. I made it's like mistake, every time yeah. people like call someone out and then people respond to it. Yeah. That's what it's makes it the story. Yeah. Like, you know, I agree. If, if, if it's one person disagreeing with your take or having a critique, that's fine. They can do that. Yeah. But we, ha- I think we have to stop like acknowledging and like responding to every critique or criticism. Cause I used to never respond to anything. And it's like the more time that's gone on, the more it like affects me for some reason. Yeah. You would think it would be the other way around, no. but I feel like now I don't know. And, and I got really sensitive to that cause my dad, I want to say was an alcoholic, but I think once you're an alcoholic, you're always an alcoholic. Cause I believe that's how it's referred yeah. to you. Cause I go to his AA birthdays and he always has to say, I'm Mike and I'm an alcoholic. And I'm always like, no, you're not, you're not anymore. But he's been 30 years sober. And so I talk to him about my wine brand and like stuff I do on social media or how much I drink. And I always ask if I'm being insensitive and he's like, no, it's your humor. And like, you don't have a problem. And like, it's, it really affects me when people are like, Caitlin's an alcoholic and she abuses alcohol and makes fun of alcoholism. And I'm like, oh, my sweet dad disagrees. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's just everyone has a microphone. As I'm drinking before noon. And it's fine. Yeah. But our, uh, micro- my idea. our microphones are louder. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. God, that was a weirdly synchronized laugh. <laughs> it was. It. We both like did this maniacal laugh. So she's a lot of been talking about social media. And then she says how she doesn't blame the jury. Yeah. It seems like a passive aggressive way of saying I blame the jury. It's yes. like it's like if you were to say, I don't like your favorite team loses the game. Yeah. And then you say, I don't blame the refs, even though they don't know the rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're because right. The you're jury was instructed yeah. to not look at social media and right. we've heard from Amber's lawyer suggesting that that's un- impossible. Well, not necessarily like they're not supposed to. Right. And it's very convenient to suggest that they must have. And, and it also, she is su- saying that social media played a role. Now keep in mind, they, her, her team and her are talking about this trial as if like, I understand that Johnny Depp has a lot of fans. Right. I get that. Yeah. But, it's not as if the every person who's watching this trial is some sort of like Pirates of the Caribbean right. fan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I've been paying close attention to this trial. Yeah, I'm not you know, a diehard Johnny Depp fan. Yeah, I mean, like, fine. And you I know, watched we, it every and, minute. And I and and what I said like b- before is like I think the vitriol and the reaction from a lot of people, especially women and women yeah. who identify as domestic violence survivors, yeah, especially the women I've talked to, the women I know personally, women who listen to the show who have who have written in. It's that again, we all believed Amber when it all first came yeah. out years ago, mm-hmm. and it was because of this trial and the information that came forward from this trial mm-hmm. that affected our point of view it's not Which, like it was a lot of information yeah it wasn't some sort of like you know god thank god jack sparrow <laughs> you know like we needed it, it's and but that's how they're talking I to know. us in such a kind of condescending passive aggressive way and 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 in suggesting that us the audience or the jury members have all been brainwashed by our fandom of Johnny Depp. And don't get me wrong, there are definitely some diehards, plenty of diehards, yeah. probably thousands and millions of Johnny Depp diehards. Yeah. But the collective people and the truly millions and tens of millions of people who closely watch this trial are people who like objectively tried to listen to both sides. Yeah. Many of which, most of which were women mm-hmm. watching this trial, many of which were 
survivors of domestic violence who saw themselves in Johnny more than they saw themselves in Amber. I was just thinking that. Yeah, that's it, it was I think it was probably really hard for people to watch at first because you wanted to root for Amber because you want her to feel heard and seen and like, gosh, if this is the truth, she's been through so much and you wanted to like her to get her justice and then just facts after facts and video and footage and information kept being thrown out there where you're like, oh my gosh, Johnny is is a victim. Mm -hmm. And it's so, yeah, it's, I found it so hard to speak up on the whole trial though because I feel like I don't have <laughs> the like knowledge and totally. everything to like have well, it's so, the best opinion. It's such a complicated issue. Yeah. To begin with, yeah. like anything of like any sort of victim coming forward right. and there being two sides to the story. Yeah. But then you add in the complexity of like it being a defamation trial. So yes. it really like when we had a lawyer on to talk through everything, it's really was never about the abuse. It's about the defamation. And yeah. so like you add all those technicalities on top. So it's just it was I think there was a lot of elements that people who didn't dive into exactly like what a defamation trial is and the different things you had to meet and what they had to prove. Yeah. I think for a lot of people it was like, oh, well, yeah, she's lying, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, okay, well, it's not <laughs> that simple. I know. I yeah. know. And now I heard she's getting a like redemption book deal. Oh, no. Which, we ever heard? Yeah. Well, that's another thing. Didn't she say at the end of the trial that she just wants to live her life and move on and go forward? And I well, understand that the, the, the verdict didn't go the way she wanted, but like she accused Johnny of basically harassing her and bullying her and this whole thing. And yet he has essentially, we haven't heard from him. Right. And she, do you think we will? I mean, I don't probably, he, he did a tick, he did a, posted a TikTok kind of a, a thank you to his. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't even see that. He went on TikTok, but yeah, she seems to be the one not going to just go move on and live her life. Yeah. Which I, you know, it's just like, it's just, she just, keeps saying and doing things that just don't seem to add up. Yeah, and yeah. I and, and Johnny's lawyers, you know, one point they asked, like, why do you think it went your way? Yeah. And they made a, a point that I think resonated with a lot of people is that, you know, say like say what you want about Johnny Depp and some of these kind of very ugly texts that we read that he sent and and pretty kind of gross texts. But he owned up to those and yeah. acknowledged those, mm -hmm. and and he acknowledged some things that were probably hard to acknowledge. Yeah, and at no time did she ever acknowledge anything. There was no like, yeah, I did that. I know I, nothing. There was always some sort of like bizarre excuse and justification for everything. And I think as humans zero accountability you know like you know it's it's you and i too like we've always we've had our differences at times but i think one thing that you and i have talked about too is that we have always been uh good at owning our shit totally. and apologizing for things we've gone wrong we've even if it took three years we've acknowledged <laughs> well I, I cut you some slack there because it was, was right after yeah. that relationship ended yeah. but Nevertheless, like even before, not just you and I, even when you were the bachelorette, you've never tried to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you've always been willing to be messy. And at times, I think with people, and I've experienced this too, Ashley I is another person I say this to. It's just like, at first we get criticism for that mm -hmm. because we don't come across as polished or whatever. Right. But over time, it works out because people then realize that I trust who this person is yes. because that's they've consistently been this. Yes. 
X, Y, and Z. And yeah. I think people in general build trust by, for better or worse, being consistent with who they are. And I think that's 100%. another reason why people are struggling with believing Amber is because there's a lack of consistency with the person she portrays herself to be yes. and what you see. And then it, you just start, and, and, and she's not the only one you see in the public eye, people we struggle with seeing that. And I think no, it's a it's, it's a it's a willingness to sometimes take your lumps yes. and take some criticism. Well, um, people people um, can all relate to messy. Everyone can, whether they want to admit it or not. And it is just so like it. I think it would have been so different. The ending, the outcome wouldn't have been different. But I think people would have had more empathy for her if she really just took any kind of accountability during that whole thing. There wasn't one moment like you said, where she just admitted to being messy and saying verbally abusive things. She's like, and I pooped on his mattress, you know? Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> it was a Tuesday. It's what we did yeah. then. I was, I was, yeah, it was, it was just so bizarre to watch. Like, and that's the word that kept coming to mind when I was watching. I was like, this is just so bizarre. Her, her behavior seemed bizarre to me. Yeah. yeah. And again, it's one of those things. We I don't think we were planning on not talking about it anymore, but now she's out there. She's doing press. She's yeah. Yeah. giving us more to respond to. Is she getting paid for this press? Does she get paid for that, or is this more? I doubt like, it. It's yeah. a, to, to, to today's well, show. Yeah. So, like, I mean, yeah. unless they made some sort of special arrangement, usually yeah. that stuff is not. It's okay. It would be a bad look, I think. Also, if it was found out she got paid to do it, don't you yeah. think? Her lawyer said she couldn't pay it, so she's got to start earning. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. like. I, does, isn't she like? But she's in, still like flying PJs and and renting twenty five thousand dollars a month houses. Yeah. So there you but, go. Maybe that's why you can't afford it. Yeah. She used to be my like ultimate girl crush too. Like, I'm trying to remember the movie she's in, but I'm blanking. But like ten years ago. Yeah. She was, and now I'm like, oh, gotta find a new one. Yeah. Go what, are you, what are you gonna do? Yeah. What are we going to do? Did you guys see that Pete Davidson and Kim are on vacation? Yeah, and they dye their hair the same color. Oh, my God. They're, I think, if you would have asked me, are they going to be in a real relationship, I would have said absolutely no. Am yeah. I an asshole that I don't think it's going to last? No. But they've been together for a long time. What do you, What's a long, a long time? time? I don't know. In my standards. So you also don't think it's going to last. Because <laughs> you like, they've been together for four months and they've been together, they've been together forever. <laughs> they've literally been together for just a few months. That's so cute. Not long you. to me. Um, I, I, I am not surprised by any relationship ending. So yeah, I, right. I, you're not an asshole for saying that. You're just saying the probably obvious. What's something that you and Jason have to... Uh, prioritize working on that something like, hey, we, you know, like something maybe you something you fought about or something you realize your personalities have found something that you don't always see eye to eye that you have to actively both kind of come to some sort of compromise. I think it's, well, there's a few things. Uh, oversharing, I think, is one. I think he's like. He would prefer you not to overshare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also weirdly, I can be guilty of that too. Well, it's just, it's part of who we are and we have, you know, Jason's podcast is obviously like, it's based on like one certain thing. It's like money and finances and how did you get here and blah, blah, where ours is kind of like talking about like life and things we've gone through or having an opinion. And 
he just does it about his podcast is he knows what he's talking about. Or I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to talk about today. Or we'll just see what comes out of my mouth after a few glasses of wine. Hell yeah. And I think he's definitely gotten better at accepting that. At first, it was like, oh, I don't I don't know if I'm this is going to work because he just wants everything a little more private. Now he's like classic Caitlin. Um, that's probably one thing. Um, but we both. This is something we talked about on Sean and Andrew's, Sean Johnson and Andrew's podcast, mm -hmm. is that we both prioritize our work so much and we're both so independent and like to the point where we actually have to make, like sit down and be like, oh, we have not made time for each other. And like that's been okay with us when that shouldn't be okay. And that's the both of us. Yeah. So it's not like that we disagree on that. That's just something that we have to like make a conscious choice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, something I, I last time I, I went on Jason's podcast and him and I grabbed lunch. I something I noticed because he kind of made a comment like that, and I, I was I I noted it because I was impressed by it because to me it told me that you know, I think sometimes we're afraid to even acknowledge that there are things about our partners that aren't our favorite or. Or that, you know, or that they're just human. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we like to like, like oversell mm -hmm. things. And yeah. the way Jason talked about you, it to me, it, it said, it's like he really accepted who you were mm -hmm. for better or worse. Right. And mostly obviously for the better. But I, I, it seemed like he, you know, like when you know someone really accepts the person you know that they're there that's a healthy relationship yeah because we, we've both been in i think relationships where it's like you love someone you love each other but you're like i don't know if you really love everything about me or or not like everything but i don't know if yeah, you, you accept love, everything about you me. love me but you don't like me <laughs> yeah 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 and it seemed like jason really liked you i guess yeah <laughs> I know overall. it sounds weird to say, you know what say, I'm saying? But, but like, but that's a thing that we, we you take for granted. Not everyone really likes their partner over yes, time. Yes, because you can fall in love and you can be in love and you can genuinely love the person. But after time, sometimes people are just like, oh, I just don't like you anymore. Like, but you've been through so much with them that you like love them deep down, but you don't like. And them you stay anymore. together because you've been together for so long. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of for better or for worse, Britney Spears is now married. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, what a wedding. What a wedding, we and they're this. so, they're like, what a guest list, too. Like, so many people there. So I wanted to ask, I was like, if you guys could have one person, <gasps> like, celebrity. Well, yeah, because, like, Britney Spears. Figures, like, who would you invite to she, your wedding? She yeah. uh, uh, invited <laughs> Selena Gomez, who yeah. had, she had never met. She'd never met her? No. And I love that, because Britney Spears is like, I'm Britney Spears. I'm, like, I can kind of invite anyone in the world, and I have a pretty decent chance of them showing up. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like even maybe the Pope might be like, I don't know. Like, Francis is like in the middle of the dance floor, like <laughs> ready to go. You know, like maybe he's like, it's toxic fan. You know, yeah. uh, I'm to like toxic, yeah. you know, I don't know. But I don't, do you think Britney Spears knows like she's Britney Spears? Yes. Okay, because she had said on an Instagram <laughs> post recently <laughs> that she was like, oh, sometimes I just have to sit back. Or she goes, I sat back at my own wedding and realized who I was. And mm -hmm. I was like. <laughs> well, I think that just means she has humility. Yeah. And she doesn't walk around every day like I'm, I'm fucking Britney Spears. Yeah, see, I would. But I think she also recognizes that I can invite 
people I'm fans of yeah. who I've never met True. and they might show up, you know? hundred percent. Oh my gosh. Selena Gomez getting that invite was probably like so honored. Oh my God. You know how Mila Kunitz and Ashton watch The Bachelor? I think they would go to your wedding. They were at the F1, this F1 party and they were like, "I'm. it's so nice to meet you. And I was like, me? And they were, I was like, yeah, they're coming to my wedding. Mila's in my bridal party. I believe, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. They are huge Bachelor fans. Huge. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. It was, it was a moment. I definitely soaked in for far too long. Why did Britney Spears' ex show God only knows. Know Wait, why? what? God only knows. Yeah. Why do I yeah. not know? Her that? ex-husband crashed the wedding and got mm-hmm. like arrested. Well, because they, they had a restraint. I thought they had a restraining order against him. Which no. ex? He, she never married Kev. Oh, I don't think. Uh, but no, her first husband, who I forgot about, the Vegas wedding. I forgot his name, but I did recognize his face when they showed a picture. I'm like, oh yeah, she did marry yeah. that guy. Jer- Jared? No, am I wrong? Jason, Jason Alexander. They were married for about 55 hours in 2004. Yes. Um, he crashed her wedding. Yeah. Yeah. He was Ew. arrested and charged with trespassing and battery after crashing her wedding. What a great way of reminding people you didn't win the breakup. That that's just embarrassing because what did you think was going to happen? Wait, did you guys see the video about all of them like singing Vogue and it was like people were like, "This is so cringe," and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? I have that on repeat. It's like my alarm when yeah. I wake up." You didn't see that? Britney Spears could do whatever she wanted. Like Anything. I don't care what her. She had like a little Cinderella shoe. I'm oh like, my gosh, and her little uh, choker well, yeah. her necklace. I'm still a big believer that secondhand embarrassment is not a real thing. Really. I get it all the time for people. I get it about myself well, sometimes. Gonna, I think back to hate, things I'd said. You're going to hate what I say next. Okay. I'm scared. Because I think secondhand, secondhand embarrassment, meaning you feel it, is a reflection of you. Ooh. And it's a reminder Ooh. that while it, it would embarrass you, not them. So it's an insecurity okay. you have about a situation they're doing. But that person doing it is confident about what they're doing. They might not feel embarrassment and your embarrassment is a you problem, not a them problem. So like your embarrassment you feel is embarrassment for yourself that you couldn't handle that situation. I'm going to disagree with you on this because I see where you're coming from. Uh um, And I I don't get secondhand embarrassment for someone if they feel confident in what they're doing. It's more of if someone like trips and falls on their face, I get secondhand embarrassment. Or if like, like it's, it's not... I like when people have confidence to do anything. I feel like it's more of like if so, if somebody did something that they're embarrassed about. Mm-hmm. If they're, I if get they're embarrassed like, I'm for embarrassed them. and they say I'm embarrassed, then That's, I think you can have secondhand embarrassment for them. But you can't say I'm so embarrassed for this person. Okay, And I that happens a lot. You see you. that a lot on the internet. Like I'm so embarrassed for this person. Be like, I... Why they're not? They're yeah, not. yeah, they, yeah. Okay, I thriving. see where you're coming from. Yeah, um, I think that's an important distinction, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yes, if someone's out there saying I'm embarrassed, then yeah. I was telling Gabby at CMA Fest. I was like, I have like when she had to go out again. I said I have secondhand anxiety for you because I would be anxious in that position. Mm-hmm. So I get where you're coming from, and it makes sense. Yeah, and that was you like having PTSD yes. about yes. knowing. That was a me problem, yes. Uh, Geico must pay a Missouri woman $5.2 million after she caught HPV from unprotected sex with her then boyfriend in his insured automobile. (laughs) I'm going to need you to read that one more time. Geico must pay a Missouri woman $5.2 million (laughs) 
dollars. How is it that much? After she yeah. caught HPV from unprotected sex. I have a couple questions. I have so many I have questions. So I was under the impression that women can test for HPV, but like it's hard to know who you got it you from can't. since so many people have it. Uh -huh. That how were you? How were they able to prove? That this person was, in fact, unless she didn't have it, and then and, has yeah. the records, and then after short of her being like a virgin or knowing, but she could have done like a panel, like a blood test panel beforehand, and she could have done one again after. But how do we know? How, how many and partners? also, like, how does she know that he had it? And also, if he was the only person she slept with in between testing, can you even test for? Can you Google this? Can like you? Can men test for HPV? I was under the impression that. That's a good question. That they uh, they couldn't. Why five point two million? How? how no, is that? there is currently no approved test for HPV what? in men. See? Yeah, yeah. So how can they even prove that, that he gave I hate it to her? that. Fuck I, that. This, yeah, this I is know. the new. So McDonald's we're just stuck with it. Cu cup of coffee. Yeah, the burn, the burn. burn. Yeah, five point two million. F why does she need that much? Would you get? Would you? Would you get HPV for five point two million dollars? I mean. How, what are the symptoms? I know. What is it? Well, it's uh, my understanding. Well, it's, I mean, technically, it's where genital warts derives from, but oh, there's shit. also. I don't think you. Most people of, with HPV don't have any symptoms. Yeah, most people. It's Then there's so many different strands. Does it affect your um You can ability get cervical cancer have, from it. Okay, yeah. So, but there's also cures. Now they have, you can, it's highly treatable now. My search history is screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my Google history is there's very no cure for HPV, no matter what gender you are. However, with regular testing, your nurse or doctor can find abnormal cells in your cervix and treat them before they turn into cancer. And yeah. most HPV infections go away on their own and don't cause any serious health problems. I mean, 5.2 so million. So would you dollars take the risk for 5.2 mil? That is such a great question. Uh, no. I just this doesn't seem right. I I actually wouldn't if I really put my now I'm logical nervous. brain on the spot here. No, because what if I did get cervical cancer, or what if I couldn't have babies or something, and then I'm like, cool, but I have five million dollars. Like that's not worth it. Yeah, that's a difficult. That's a. Hmm. That's I feel like most men, men can't get tested for it. So they don't know if they have. So it. they're just out here spreading it without any ramifications. That's yes. rude. Also, yeah. I'm. That, enraged <laughs> i thought you were doing like a geico ad i was like wow okay we're doing that going right into a geico I, ad well, I thought about <laughs> we that. wanted you to be here for an ad read <laughs> sounds like geico won't be sponsoring this podcast anytime soon but state farm might give us a call oh my god wait i did geico was an ad on mine for a while but not anymore i have geico oh who knew they well, would I mean, pay me so much money yeah well actually i mean I, i'm more i feel like they shouldn't have had to pay for that this just seems like that has not nothing to do with the car yeah, that is, has nothing to do with the wait, insurance. Wait, I didn't even think about that part. Geico, how is Geico responsible for right. that? Why? Does I don't it, know. Because it, it happened in the car that was the car itself was insured, and they had sex in the car. Well, it's like one of those like home insurance. So if I get HPV in my like, home, yeah. No, well, yeah, like for, <laughs> yeah. Well, if if you come <laughs> over right to my right. house and let's say you trip and fall at my house, regardless of whether it's my fault or not, you. You could get my that's true. home insurance that's true. to pay for yeah. your medical bills. That's my parents used to make kids sign waivers before they jumped on my trampoline. Yeah, no, yeah, sure, <laughs> that's awesome, one hundred percent. Like I, I, my friends' parents got rid of the trampoline because they're like, we don't want to ask everyone yeah. to sign. Yeah, but it makes should sense. we take all of this wit and knowledge and Let's, uh, help for, someone out? Time for texting office hours. <gasps> Maybe it's the woman from the car. Let's do it. How's it going? 
Good. How are you guys? Good. Good. I am Sarah. I'm 29. I reside in South Dakota and I am just needing some help um, figuring out exactly where I stand with a guy that I've had some history with. Okay. And then what, what's the goal of the text that you want to send? I mean, really the goal is ultimately just to know, you know, I've determined that I do like this person. Um, you know, I think that there's a liking back, but I think at this point to determine um, just where we're at, I mean, really that's just kind of what it's been. It's been a few months that we've been talking and I really just kind of been wanting to get there without trying to be too pushy or intrusive. You know, I want to play it cool, but I also kind of want to put myself out there and uh, make sure I'm not wasting my time. Okay. Uh, give us a little background about this, this relationship. Okay. Um, I got a promotion at my job last November, which, um, required some training. And so we did some zoom training. He actually works for my same company. However, he resides on the other side of the country. And so as part of our region, we go out there. Um, I went out individually for training for three nights and every night he took me out to dinner or to go by the ocean, to the beach, things like that. And it was a great time. Um, casual texting when I returned later, my whole team for work had to go back out there, um, for a work event. And he was there again, again, very interested, um, kind of hung around me the whole time, really showed interest in getting to know me and just kind of spend that time together, um, and continuous texting. And he has asked me to come visit him. Um, really like him. He's very highly thought of within my company. He's a hard worker, down to earth person, super calm and understanding as far as what I'm getting. He's the same age, 29, just bought his own home. Um, and so, you know, I'm in the same boat. I live here. Um, I own my own home. You know, we're both kind of set in our ways. However, I think we both are at the point we're looking for something a little more serious. Obviously the distance thing takes a play. However, at this point, um, I've exhausted many options locally, and I just think that it's something I would be really frustrated with if I didn't pursue. Um, so I'm trying to send that text where it's, you know, like I said, I figured out I, I like you, and I just kind of want to feel how maybe you're feeling. Again, at this point, it's more or less not that we need to date necessarily. It's the fact that, like, should I be not seeking other people and kind of just remain true to you? Okay. Did you guys hook up right away? We did. Yeah. The first time I was there, we had spent two nights just together. The third night um, we did. And then when I went back again, um, he stayed at my hotel also. And, and how well. do you feel about the state of the relationship now in terms of like the consistency? Is it still pretty ongoing or consistent or? Definitely. Or, yeah. yeah. I mean, we text every day. Um, it's very here and there. I mean, hours go by, you sure. know, that type of thing. We're both busy um, with our line of work and things like that. And again, it's not something I need you texting me 24 seven. Um, but I think as far as conversations go, very light, um, they flow very easily. It's not like it's something we're having to pick at. Um, and again, you know, he's invited me out there just a couple of times, actually. And the first time it didn't work. And now this time we're actually actively trying to plan something. But that's another concern is what do I do when I get out there? You know, is this a conversation I want to have prior to being in person? Um, or is it just something I'm I'm ready to just so you... put myself out there, buy a plane ticket and say it to your face type of thing. But um, why, you know, the other thing too is why would I want to go out there if I don't really even know how you're feeling or what you're feeling? Or if I don't go out there for a whole nother month, are you going to bars with girls and are you doing other things where maybe here I'm just sitting and waiting are and not you on that same page with your you? options locally that was my favorite line that anyone's ever said I've exhausted my options, options locally. locally but but so do, do, does he know where you stand and you don't know where he stands or is you both just haven't really no, gone it there? sounds like she 
she wants to let him know where she stands. It okay. Like. And, then, yeah, and then I subsequently find out probably where he stands. more like Got where it. my thought is. Yeah. Because again, I, I want obviously for you to match my energy and where I'm at too, because if it's not, that's okay. I, you know, I can walk away and just remain friends or however it is and see you at work events. But the other aspect too is, um, you know, some of the things that are said, are you inviting me to come to your home? Like, those are just things that I just don't think as a friend are being done. And so I think the the way he talks and wants to be involved with me shows that the feelings are there. Um, but again, even after that first hookup, which was months ago, um, none of it was ever really addressed. You know what I mean? We never yeah. talked about like, oh, like we hooked up, like, does this mean something? Or is it just like a casual thing? Like it was just kind of shied away from. So so just I want to recap. So you met him at a work of basically training or whatever. Yep. You guys hooked up. You went on a few times. You saw him one other time at another work trip. Since then, he has asked for you to come out. You haven't gone yet. You're thinking about going out. But in the meantime, you know that you are interested in exploring this relationship and you want to make that clear to him. That's where we're at. Yeah. And you're not yeah, sure absolutely. whether you should send in a text now, a FaceTime, wait till you go, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, that's where I'm at too, is, you know, I, you know, a lot of things, I think girls are trying to put this stigma out there that they don't want to come off as crazy or too pushy, but I mean, I'm 29 years old and I'm really to the point where I can have adult conversations and I would much rather do that rather than wasting my time, you know, and figuring out this scenario in my head, like, oh, I know he likes me the same way I do. And then that definitely just falls apart. You know, that's what I'm trying to avoid. Yeah. Let, let's, let's, before we give any, I, I mean, I have like a re-answer, an answer based off the information you gave me, but let's do a, maybe a dramatic read okay. first and read your text message that you sent, if that's okay with you. Okay. He said, oh, congrats. It's been painful, but starting to be worth it. It's a, it's a cool 100 degrees right now. Thumbs up. Okay, like, stop. It was just 52 degrees on my way home. That looks amazing. Is that the new house? Uh, yep, it's the new place. It's hot, but I enjoy the heat. Ooh. This guy likes weather talk. As, as long as I have water and some AC, I'm good. <laughs> Low maintenance man. What is he, a dog? You need to leave the radio on for him while you go, uh, to. That's why I'm <laughs> saying you have to come out, exclamation point. You already know I'll come. I just need to know when you're available to keep me entertained. Pretty much any weekend. Ha ha. <laughs> and you could even bring your laptop if you wanted to make it an extra day or two. We will just have to plan it out. Oh, interest, interesting that he's already open to you extending the mm -hmm. trip. Yeah, that is. I noticed that too. Because usually it's more like, we'll see how, how about you come for like 24 hours and then we'll like, you know. Like, yeah. Just enough time to have some sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Boink and buy. Okay. I'll take a look at some flights tomorrow and give you a few options. Yeah. Sounds good. This okay. Is about now, a week later. A week later. Is that, was there any other t communication going on in between? Or? Yeah. So there is, like I said, we, I mean, we do talk daily, but I would say exchanges are like three to four texts probably a day. Like that's how much. Okay. Like, are you guys FaceTiming at all? No. Really? Interesting. All right. So anyways, he says, right. at least stay on the West Coast so you don't have to worry about being killed by weather nine's month of the year. A lot of weather. A lot right. of weather <laughs> talk. Okay. Um, haha, that's a valid point. I'm just used to it by now. Lol. Did you decide to head back to Cali tonight? Yep. Just left 30 minutes ago. Should be there in a few hours. You all ready to go. Okay, thank you. Uh, 
Nice. Yeah, all packed and ready to just be there already. LOL. At least I have a direct flight this time. Are you talking about flying out to him or flying out somewhere else? That was when I was flying out there for the work event. Gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, let me know when you guys make it to the OC. Make it to OC. I'm officially in OC, just on the way to the hotel. Nice. I have a feeling I've n- I'm never going to be able to get out of here. Yeah, LOL. Oh, cut off. You say, kind of. I found out last night that my grandpa's cancer spread to his bones, and they don't know how much time he has left. So this morning I was kind of a mess and went to the office to get my laptop to work from home, but I ended up staying there until this afternoon and then got home and worked more. I guess I kind of got a lot done, but it was a hard day. OMG, I'm so sorry. Frown emoji face. I'm always here if you ever need to just talk or anything. I'll keep him in my thoughts and prayers. So I mean, that was yesterday. Was yesterday. Um, see, I would have like called you immediately to see if you're okay. No, and yeah, you, yeah, but I'm also, you know, not him. I think it's okay that he didn't do that. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I wasn't offended by any means. And the fact that he said like thoughts and prayers, like I'm a religious person. So mm-hmm. that meant a lot to me. Yeah. And just his response in general, I was like, like, it, you know, some people would just be like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that type thing. Like, I yeah. feel like he went in detail, oh, see, but the little snippet. Him just letting you know that he's there to to listen. Yeah. I thought it was, yeah. Wait, how long has it been since you guys first hooked up? Um, It was the end of March. So almost three months. Here's what I think. I I get your logic about like, I don't want to waste my time and fly out there if it's not going to be a thing. I think there's, it's never a bad time to just let someone you know you like them. So if you really want to do that, I don't think that's bad. However, I do think like you might be, it's hard to do it in a way that might not make him feel a, a pressure to say the thing you he thinks he might you might want him to say, mm-hmm. knowing that he might he there's a good chance he might not feel like he knows enough about you about you to to say that he wants to make a long distance relationship thing work. Right. Well, in all fairness, I feel the same way. I mean, you know, the the times I've gone out there, it's like this exciting thing. I'm on vacation and it's so much fun and it's beautiful and that type of thing. And I don't want this hype of like us knowing each other to just be this like super high road. Mm -hmm. Um, But I agree. Like, I don't know him enough either. But again, I think it's to the point where I know enough about the person that you are to want to invest and get to know you. You know, totally. But him not feeling that way exactly as you doesn't mean he doesn't like you and doesn't mm-hmm. mean he he like this could be something great right you've mm-hmm. also acknowledged that like being in south dakota like you've felt like you've exhausted your options he's living in a maybe more populated part of the country and he feels there are more options and people who feel mm-hmm. like they have more options are a little bit like you you know more like less committal where like you might be feeling like fuck it like why not give this guy a shot like it's it's the best thing i've enjoyed in the past six to 12 months i don't know Mm -hmm. so i guess what i'm saying is like what's the downside if the worst thing that happens is you fly out to see him and you guys don't end up dating maybe you have a fun week and some good sex whatever Mm -hmm. but like i think you might be running the risk of applying a little bit too much pressure on the situation with like just putting it out on the table in the meantime since you are only texting i think throwing out hey how about we have like a FaceTime date on Friday? Yeah. You know, we'll pour out some wine. Maybe we'll put on our favorite movie we've both seen. I don't know, whatever the fuck. You talk about whatever. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. make it a date, mm-hmm. right? You're like, I, you mm-hmm. know, I like talking to you. 
is it you know and you could say like i don't know if this sounds weird but like do you want to have like a facetime date because like i like i like talking with you and until i get to see you and just focus on making it like a date like any other date like don't think about you wanting to let him know that you like him. In fact, what you should do on any early date is to like say, you know what, I, I think I like him. I want to tell him I like him, but I'm just going to take this date at face value and I want to learn more about him because you might find that, you don't, like that you don't like him. He <laughs> might say something weird or something. Right. I don't know. So it sounds like there's more things you can do in between them to get to know him and build that rapport so that if you do fly out there, at the end of the weekend, you can decide for yourself if you still feel the way you do now. And if you do, then I highly suggest that you, before you go, at the end of your trip, right before like he's about to take you to the airport, you just say exactly what you think. And that is, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I wanna tell you something. I, I don't even need you to respond. You can think about it for a while, but I've really enjoyed my time with you. I, I like you and I know long distance and I'm not saying, we should like be in the serious thing, but I do know I like you and I'd like to like see where this goes. And I'd like, and if you're interested, let me know because I think there's something here and I think it's cool and we can go from there. And you don't even ask, you don't ask what are we or what this, you just tell him that and then you get on your flight and then you let him know that no matter what he decides, you're going to be totally fine. Yeah. I th no, yeah, I, I love that. I feel like I mean, you guys are I, on the same was... page. Like I from what I'm getting at, or gathering is that you two are actually pretty much on the same page. Like you're like, yeah, I'm taking it for what it is and he's taking it and you both like each other and you want to see each other. But I think what guys like is and, and Nick, please tell me if I'm wrong. Um they like to know that you want to know what they're thinking, not how they're feeling. So like instead of being like how do you feel, you 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 yeah. um ask like what he's thinking about it guys just don't like to be asked how they feel they like to be appreciated for their thoughts like what do you think about this instead of how are you feeling about this women like feelings guys like their thoughts i never thought of it that way and i think that makes a lot of sense but i also think it goes like also you just telling him what you're thinking mm -hmm. like yeah yeah it, 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 it allows you to keep your power so to speak mm -hmm. because i think right. it's it's a common misconception that putting yourself out there makes you feel yeah like you're crazy fragile or and fragile crazy, yeah. no it's just like you're just saying i want to tell you something because this is how i feel i'm not all that interested you don't even need to respond in fact i'd prefer yeah. you to really just think about it yeah. for a second yeah and a good way to do that between now and then is is remind yourself that you still have a lot to learn because people oh, make the mistake of being in your shoes and going, I know I like them and I haven't experienced this with before. And then from now until you see him or get this, get a chance to tell him how you feel, you're, you, a lot of people in your shoes are just gonna be worried about how they feel about you. Yeah. And I think if you go on these FaceTime dates or whatever and you tell yourself, all right, we'll see what I learned about this, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how it goes and be open to not liking him. Mm-hmm will not yeah, only I mean, just, allow you to learn who he is, right. but it will maintain a little bit of that power. And like dating is a game. If you don't do that and you spend the next, you know, couple of weeks hoping he likes you as much as you like him, he'll feel that energy even if you don't communicate it. Mm -hmm. You will like, you'll, you'll ask what's wrong or you'll always check in with him. You don't need to check in with him at all. I mean, you can if you feel compelled <laughs> by it, but. You know, I would I would take this opportunity to just keep getting to know him. 
Okay. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I think that that's, that's the one thing too, I found a little bit harder with having such sparse text messages is like, it's not as easy to get to know somebody, but I think your suggestion of FaceTime and just kind of getting that more one-on-one connection is going to go a long way. And it's going to probably just open my eyes more, whether it's a positive or negative thing, but I guess that's where I'm at. That's what I'm looking for is to figure out. if. So I think the text you send is random idea. Mm-hmm. How about a, what? What day is it? What's today? Monday. Yeah. Oh shit! My sweater what, literally says what day is it? Can we just do like a when? <laughs> couldn't they do a Wednesday night? Like, sure. It doesn't yeah. A weekend. Yeah, yeah. Even better. Like a random idea. Like how about a Facetime date tonight okay. or uh, this week? Yeah, I'd say this week, and then he can get back to you if we yeah, that's if, like fair, right? So like an open. Yeah. How about a Facetime date this week? See what he says. Okay. If mm-hmm. he let's say if he's like, what's a Facetime date? <laughs> No, everyone, I don't know. The guys are stupid. <laughs> yeah, but um, they're not not tech savvy. I know. Like they get probably them. know. I'm just I'm just trying to think of all possibilities. Um, <laughs> yeah, he probably will just say, "Sounds great." Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, just be like, I thought we would uh, maybe like maybe we just like crack. Do you? I don't you guys know if have you wine. Drink. Do, do you, you drink? drink? Wine? Does Caitlin know. need yeah. to send you some Love wine? Love okay. Wine. I'll send you guys wine. I'll send you a <gasps> bottle and him a bottle, and you can open it oh at the same God. time. And that could be. Yep, I'm doing it. Nailed it. Matchmaker. I would love that. That would be so great. Great. Okay, so well, you do that. Yep. Bonus. Yep. Uh, what a win for you. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then and then you could keep it open ended, like playing like stupid things like this or that, or like yeah. random conversations. Mm-hmm. Get to know each other. Be like, you know, it's literally the same thing you do on a date, except you 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 don't get to bang at the end. <laughs> well, right, you, there's FaceTime sex. No, you can do that too. Yeah, but like you know, um, that's underrated. Don't. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just. Yeah, don't knock FaceTime sex. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> don't knock it till you try it. But okay, I agree with everything that you're saying, and I, you always give really good dating advice. I mean, that's why you have this podcast. He's made a living do, but it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. It, like, I, I always think I'm going to come in and be like, well, I think this. But no, I agree with everything that Nick said. And I feel like you're approaching it with the right mindset, too. Like, I feel like you know that you have your own power and that you're like, if it works out, great. If it doesn't. But how do you. OK, wait, this was what I was going to ask. How do you feel about a long distance relationship? Are you fine with that if that's what it turns into? So that's the other thing, obviously, I've been contemplating about even this whole situation. And the first part of me was like, screw it. Like, just figure out if you like him, figure out like, you know, when he invites you out there, how it goes and like that type of thing. But in all reality, like it's I'm investing my time right to try and have that type of end goal, you know, as far as keeping it fun and light and that type of thing. But in reality, like, okay, what what the hell will this turn into type thing? Um, I'm open to it. I mean, for, I've never done it. Um, you know, that type of thing. I've always had people that have just lived where I live and we've just been together. The, one of my faults probably is that I get, I get very, um, caught up in people's lives. You know what I mean? I don't make my own plans because I'm, I'm focused on like, you are plans together, like mm-hmm. that type of thing. Um, I have a very driven career that I'm, you know, just got that promotion into. So I'm really like feeding into that. Um, I'm going on like a new health journey. So I'm making time for myself to work out and do types of things that I never have in 29 years. And so I do feel like this is one of those opportunities for me to deep dive in those other things, look forward to buying a plane ticket and seeing someone and just really just feeling it out as it goes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want to have this label or expectation on any of it at this point. I do want to obviously make sure that we are compatible and like each other and that type of thing. But that's the other thing I feel is like, I feel like it's almost like a 
like a very like invigorating thing. Like this could be something that really works for me because I'm not so like sucked into someone else's life and like our plans and what we're doing. It's a little more planned out, a little more structured, but I still get to be home focusing on myself and he gets to do the same as far as his career and things go to. Yeah. I, 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 I think long distance relationships, especially as they start off can be, they're a, real, a blessing. A real positive for those reasons yeah. that like it forces you to slow things down, and even though you're cause early on, you're like, it's hard to like, you know, when you're excited about someone to, to do that. And then yeah. having your, all these things in your life that you're prioritizing, you, like you said, you can maintain, which only makes you more attractive to someone else. Mm-hmm. People like busy people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen, it's a good problem to have if you realize that you guys like each other, you know, then you, someone might have to move eventually, but that's, that'll be again, a good problem. And you're have. not wasting your time. If you go out there and it doesn't work, everyone always thinks of dating or like, if the person isn't right, it's wasting your time. But I always think of dating, like house hunting, like you're going to learn what you like, what you don't like. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's okay. Like you're going to learn so much from, even if you, it's only three months. All right. So you're going to send them a text telling them that you want to do a FaceTime date and just do me a favor. As a fellow overthinker, and I feel like I can, <laughs> I, uh, I can see my kind. Uh, try not to uh, try not to I think about too much whether uh, how he feels about you, because okay. you, you've said a couple of things. Well, I think he if, if I if he says it does this, <laughs> it means you know, fuck that. Yeah. Who, who, it's not really it's not really a priority right now. Your right. priority is how you feel about him. He'll let you know, mm-hmm. you know, through these mm-hmm. dates and. And then when at the end of this weekend trip, then wake up, think about how you feel. And if you still want to uh, give it a shot, then just tell him. Okay. I said, hey, random thought. What if we did a FaceTime date sometime this week? Uh, instead of what if we did, why don't we just say, how about a what FaceTime date this week? How about a FaceTime date this week? And I would take out the sometime. So this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What day is okay. it? Monday. Monday. Yeah. How about a FaceTime date this week? Hey, yeah. random thought. How about FaceTime date this week? How about a FaceTime date this week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't be dropping our dropping Grammar these. game. Yeah. No. no, no, no. Good job. Yeah, we're proud of you. God, I want him to respond. I want him to respond so bad. Because yeah, especially if it's respond. been three months and you haven't had a FaceTime, I'm so curious. What, I, I'm just such a FaceTimer. Like I would f- Or even a call. Yeah. Something. Like I'm, I mean, we've is he shy? We very, very brief phone calls like but it oh. hasn't been like random it's been about like when i was going out there he called me he's like are you here yet like that type of little thing it hasn't been while i've mm. been at home yeah I we f- gotta start that. i feel like you're really good at conversation and you like to to talk which is i'm the same is he like that or is he more shy no he's very talkative and that's why when he took me out those first few nights and we went to dinner and things like that like we didn't do a lot of like getting to know like personal questions type, like 21 questions things, but it was like the conversation was flowing. Like both were talking. It was very open, very light. I mean, it wasn't like moments of silence or awkwardness by any means. Okay. Well, that's a great sign. Damn. I hate that he's not writing back. Are you in your office? Are I mean, people it was, walking by? It's been a minute. It has been a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He hasn't. I don't know. I mean, could be on a call. Shocked, it's like the middle of the day. Okay. Fair enough. Is he on his phone a lot for work? Everyone is. Yeah, I mean he is, but that's kind of where it comes in. He's very um he's very dedicated to his work, which is very attractive and that's yeah. a very great thing, but it definitely when it comes to like more casual talking and things it kind of makes it harder. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we didn't get an immediate response. But <laughs> you'll email us hopefully with the update. Yeah, I'll give you if he replies when he replies, I'll give you guys some. And we want to know how like the date itself went too. Okay. okay. No, still nothing, huh? <laughs> No, not yet. Not surprised again. 
Uh, all right. Well, Godspeed. Yeah. Yes. We'll Thank be you thinking guys. About all right. It. Keep yes. us posted. All right. I'll give you an update. All Yay. Right. All, all right. right. Bye. Kaylin. What a pleasure. Thanks for coming. Are we done? What, unless you have something, you have, you want to keep going. Give us some. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just. Tea? I'm, this is. I wish I had tea. I mean, I do, but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so that doesn't now, help who, anyone. <laughs> who, who do you think got the best edit in Bachelor Nation that doesn't deserve it? Oh me. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> just kidding. Um. This is my problem. Anytime I think about people in Bachelor Nation, I blank. I'm like, I don't remember last season. I don't even remember who was on last season, the season before, who was mm. the last season, and I start blanking on names. Is there anything you just really want to get off your chest that if I asked the right question, you would, you know? <laughs> yeah, no. If I had two more of these, I'd be like, <laughs> we know someone we, in the wine industry. It's, we can make it happen. Mm-mm. Because I have to go record no, my I own. I don't need a oh. Nick got Caitlin drunk so she can. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sue you for Geico from the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Are you insured? I mean, better be. Probably. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, well thank you. send you off. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. It was a pleasure. And thanks for drinking my wine with me before noon. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's yeah. great. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to send in those questions at asknick at castmedia.com. Sharna and her lover. Brian Austin Green are with us tomorrow to talk about their relationship, their love story, their co-parenting dynamics um, with Brian's ex. You may know her as <laughs> Megan Fox. Um, they were great. Really fantastic. They were lovely. Lovely. Uh, really great conversation with the both of them. So you will definitely not want to miss that. All right. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.